Yo, what's up, gang? Welcome back to That Fit Podcast. Another episode in store. We've got a hell of an ep- episode in store. Uh, but today's guest is my guy, the big guy, the linchpin, Jeff Lynch. How you doing, my guy? Here we go, brother. Yeah, what have you been up to? Nah, not much, brother. Just rehab and uh, work and... That's about it, my man. Yeah. Um, so, for anyone um, listening and stuff like that, um, explain who you are, what you do, um, and where you're originally from. Yeah. So, uh, Jeff Lynch. Um, I'm originally from um, Canberra. Yeah. Um, ACT. Uh, played footy for the Canberra Raiders um, for about six or seven years before moving up here and um, getting a gig with the Titans for a year. Yeah. Um, and, and then um, I'm just playing for the Burley Bears at the moment yep. in the Queensland Cup. So, um, I've had three ACLs. Uh, I just had my last ACL Rico six weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're just on the com- comeback now, and uh, yeah, keen as brother. Mad. So, um, let's take it back, bro. Like, obviously, been in footy circle, especially in New Zealand. I suppose it's the same over here with the NRL and stuff like that. All you dream about as a kid is being in the NRL. Like, what was it like growing up for you? And was that the dream from the day that I guess not that you were born, but growing up? Was that all you knew, footy? Yeah, pretty much. Well, to be honest, um, in my family, like they were all. Um, I grew up on a little on a little farm out in the country, just out of Canberra. Yeah. Um, so my mum and my dad's side, all through my whole family, is all horses, like um, okay. riding horses and training yeah. horses, and um, yeah. So I was sort of the uh, black sheep of the family. Like none of my cousins, no one, no one in my family has ever oh, really? played footy or anything. So. Um, I rode horses myself. I uh, took them to shows, show jumped the horses, no bro, everything. So like, you, you, no one, no one on the Gold Coast actually really. Nah, knows bro, that, that's you know funny, bro. Because I, I was, I grew up on farm as well, mm. and we had race horses and shit, bro. Yeah, so yeah. that I relate to that a lot, and bro, it's like so it's fucking different, bro. But it's the funnest <laughs> thing ever because like, most people are, like scared of horses and stuff like that. Which 100%. for you, um, obviously growing up and doing that sort of mm. stuff, like eventually, how'd you get into footy? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was doing the horse thing, um, going around there every, every week, and you sort of just, I don't know, like, um, I guess the easiest way to put it is, like, if your dad is a chippy, yeah, like, you're naturally going to be gonna do that, yeah. a, a chippy or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you're going to be pretty good at that. It's like, mm. my mum and dad, were, like, that was the whole family thing, was the horse thing, so yeah. I was pretty naturally good at riding horses and, and showing them mm. and stuff like that, so, um, but it just come to a time where when I was, like, you know, nine or ten, and um, it just wasn't giving me that. You know, I was I was winning the the events and that I was yeah. winning, but I was just like, oh man, this is not really. So you did like show jumping, show stuff jumping, like that? yeah, 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 ba- barrel dressage? racing, no dressage, nah, <laughs> that's nah, too nah. fancy, yeah, that's a little <laughs> bit too fancy. My yeah. sister's done all that, but yeah. um, nah, just show jumping and mostly show jumping, mm. um, and then a little bit of barrel racing here and there. But yeah, so then um, when I was like, I, st- I started playing footy when I was about seven, but not not really into it till I was about 10, 11. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I, I started playing that, and I was just like, well, this is fucking, you know, this Mad. is unreal. So I loved it, and then just sort of grew from it. My mates would play it, you know. Mm. Um, and then I sort of just felt like I was, um, I don't know, a little bit more included because none of my mates or anything had horses. None of, none of them... Mm. We're riding horses and going to shows and yeah, any so it felt like it was a way to like meet people it's and sort, stuff like that. Of, yeah, when I, when I started playing footy, it was just like, okay, I'm uh, I'm in the group now, you know. Yeah. What I mean? But also, like, it, it just it just felt natural to play footy and and sort of you know I just loved the game. So yeah, um, I played um, rugby league up until I was about twelve, thirteen, and then some of my mates were getting signed by like Canberra Raiders and stuff. And twelve or thirteen? Yeah. What yeah. what sort of year was that? Uh, Oh shit! Um, that would have been like two oh, like oh seven oh eight. Okay, or no, probably a little bit earlier. Um, if I was twelve or thirteen, but I, yeah. Anyway, so so I tracked a little bit. Um, they started getting inside twelve thirteen. They yeah. were going over to like the um development camps and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And I was just like, oh shit! Like I'm not even getting a look in here. So yeah. um, I got a bit frustrated, and then I went and tried out Union. Mm. Um, played Union. My first ever game I played of Union, there was a Central West tryouts, which is sort of like um, a step below New South Wales. Yeah. And um, 
that was my first ever game. Yeah. Was the tryouts. And what position uh, did you play? I played uh, inside center. Oh, yeah. Because I was just tall, skinny thing. Yeah. Um, but diff- but different now. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. So um. And, and the coaches told me, they said, like, look, you can go there and try out, but mm-hmm. obviously it's your first game of union and, um, you know, don't expect anything. I said, yeah. well, I just want to go play a game. Yeah. Like, I've got no league anymore. Yeah. I just want to go tackle. And, yeah. you know, anyway, so we go there and um, I ended up getting picked in the Central West team and none of the other boys from where I'm from got picked who play union. Okay. So I was like, well, shit, here we what go. Do you, what I, do you think that was? Like, was it just something that union wasn't as big down there or was it just like... It was just a moment where you're just like, fuck, it was just, it happened the way it happened. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think that um, league players transitioning to union, I think union's a complete, complete different game. I think it's yeah. harder to transition to union. But okay. I think, like, if you if you still have the, um, like, the same core values, yeah, you know, run hard, drive, tackle yeah. hard, and all of your effort areas, if you're doing all of them yeah, well, then, you know, you're gonna you're gonna go yep. well in in whatever sport, whatever. and and yeah. at that stage, the league players back home were a little bit um, they were a little bit more advanced than you than the union players. Yep. So um, I think that was probably the difference. If if you didn't get picked in the league team, yeah, you'd go play you'd union, yeah, and and you you'd progress into union. So yep. I did that for two years, um, and then and then come back and and. Um, my league boys were like, "Oh, come, come, have another season yep. in the league," and I was like, "Shit, like I'm, I'm making some teams in Union, but I'm not." I, once again, I yeah. wasn't really fit, like I was like, "Okay," so it's one of them things where I'm making the teams, mm. but I don't really care about the sport. Too you know much, what I mean? Yeah. I'm not really having that much fun out here. Yeah. Um. So it was like, you know, fuck it. I'll um go back to league, yep. play with all my boys, mm. and then whatever happens, happens. Especially at that young age, bro. Like, because I felt like. Especially for sports and stuff like that, because you're around all the boys and stuff, and it's all about fun back then. It's like you want to be around the people that you really like vibe with as well. 100%. So that really makes sense. So going back to league and stuff yeah. like that, how did everything sort of start to progress there? Mm. So um, that was, bro, it was pretty quick to be honest. So I come back, I think I was 15, um, maybe 16, and um, I've just come back from Union. Um, I'm just doing my first preseason um, again with the league boys, and it was probably one of the hardest ones. And I was probably at like my fittest that I'd been. And yeah. there was a um, so s- sort of like the Central West for Union. It's called Group Ten yeah. um, Trials, which is like our area mm. um, for league. Um, and they had them, and then I went there. But to be honest, I used to always be like a, a back in yeah. rugby league, hey. And then I come back, and I was sort of still. Still tall and skinny, yeah. But I just run fucking straight, yeah, and as hard as I could, hard as you can. And then I was just, I was just like, you know what? Because my thought process was a little bit different. When I come back to league, I was like, fuck, I have a bit of a um a, a point to prove, you know yeah. what I mean? Because like I've gone to union, I've made the teams. Fuck, if I can use that experience Same, to come back yeah. and go like, look, like this is what I could have been, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, so the tryouts, I, I, they put me in the front row. It was like the smallest front row out there, just running straight and hard, getting poleaxed, but yeah. hopping up, playing the ball, um, putting everything into every tackle. Next minute, like I start to hear whispers around the ground. Yeah. It's like we're still at one or two games to go, and I'm hearing yeah. whispers like, "Oh, Jeff, like I think they're, um, I think they're putting you know? your name into the possibles, probables, yeah. blah blah blah." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like um, obviously, I'll just deal with that when it comes. But yeah. you know, it was pretty cool to hear the whispers. Next minute, we. Um, we finished the day and they named the team and balls. I was in the team, you know, and yeah. I was just like, holy shit, like, this is unreal. Like, um, you know, heaps of my mates had been making that team for years, bro. But, like, for me to make it then, I was just like, okay, well, this could be the this could be the little springboard that I needed, you yeah. know. Um, so then so then that happened. And then after um, we, we had a – we made the um, final. We ended up playing another group. I think it was group one. Yeah. Um, in that comp, and then player managers started yeah. approaching me, and then that's when everything started to really unravel. Yeah. So, um, especially at that age, 15, 16, you, you don't even know like much about life at this point, right? Mm. So, when you start, because I had similar experiences back home, and it's just like, what, what were you thinking when like people were coming up to you, like, hey, like, um, we, we like you as a player and stuff like that? Well, what sort of conversations were you having and what yeah. thought process were you having at that point oh man like probably just how you would imagine it you know yeah. yourself when you're 15 years old yeah and some um 
guy comes up to you and he has these contract papers that mm. has a big NRL player agent sticker yeah. on the front of him and then you start thinking, oh, well, like, I can be an That's NRL player, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But really, you're so many steps away from that. Mm. Like, But it's easy to see now. But yeah. when you're in that moment, man, it's just like, okay, cool. Um, like, where, where do I sign, you know? Yeah. But I was, um, I was pretty lucky, like, um, you know, I had some good people around me to sort of just say, take a step back. Mm. Um, Who are those people? Uh, well, well, mum was the main one. Yeah. Um, but then there's some other um, people within the town, um, Ian Hindmarsh, who yep. is um, Nathan Hindmarsh's brother. brother. He actually owns a farm. Is he funny like him or what? No, nah, he's actually, the, like, he is, he's the best bloke, mate, but yep. um, he's complete opposite. Like, he, he literally just lives on a um, on a big farm out there and, and a dairy farm and that sort okay. of stuff. So, like, you know, he gets the de- hands dirty, whereas uh, yeah. I think <laughs> Nathan, he just, yeah, I don't know if he does that anymore. <laughs> no. But, um, well, yeah, was he sort of telling you? Yeah, so he was just... Um, because it was about this one player agent and mm. uh, he used to manage Sonny Bill and um, I think he had Nathan Heinmarsh at, at one stage and stuff. I yeah. don't, don't want to say the guy's name. I don't yeah. think he's even accredited anymore. Okay. But, um, um, yeah, I was keen because, like, as soon as you hear that he's had Sonny yeah. Bill and had oh, yada yada, yeah. you go, I'm going far out. Like, he's going to get me the maddest deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you look at it now and you're like, mate, you're 15 yeah. years old. He's probably gone to another 150 of these kids. 100%. You know what I mean? But at that point, you're just like, oh, fuck, I'm, I feel special. I'm the only one that he's coming to. 100%. So, um, so yeah, it was good. It was good to um, have them sort of people around me to, um, you know, guide me in the right way. Um, but yeah, so um, and same thing goes with uh, with the footy. Like um, I think um, after that, after we won that comp, um, then we had there was like Melbourne. Melbourne offered a uh, yep. scholarship. Um, the Raiders only really offered a, um, a ch- like train and trial. So like because yep. they, they were like two hours away. Yeah, yeah. And one of our other boys, Shannon Boyd. Um, he was already contracted yeah, with right. him, so um, I would just travel over with him if I, if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, the Bulldogs offered a scholarship. Um, Parramatta offered a scholarship. Yeah. So I had like once these things started these coming things, in, like yeah. all this paperwork, and I'm going, holy crap! Like <laughs> I don't um, even fucking attend mass class. How am I supposed to read these? <laughs> that's right. You know, and, and that is 100. percent Like in school, I was never good at school. Nah, you know what I mean? And, and all my all my energy and focus was all into footy. Um. So, yeah, it was pretty buzzy, it, it, and it was. I was like, I was all in. You yeah. know what I mean. So, um, I ended up, I ended up um, choosing the Raiders. Like, I, I pretty much signed the Melbourne deal. Yeah. And wanted to get that sent off. Yeah. And um, my mum and dad um, held me back. Yeah. And said, I think you should uh, try the Raiders one because they're only two hours away. Mm. You can, um, you know. But they Close they they, they weren't even offering me a scholarship or yeah. nothing no money no nothing yeah. it was literally you come to training mm. um we'll see how you go and then you might be in the squad yeah. um whereas all the other teams were offering money um everything um pay my schooling yeah um so it was like why would i take the canberra one yeah I've got, and especially because melbourne like i was thinking melbourne that's where you're, you're gonna learn blah, blah, man. Blah. they're doing crazy stuff but bro to be honest like um i think that i made the best um decision to go to Melbourne, yep. I mean to uh, Canberra, sorry. Um, thankfully, that you know, mum made me hold yeah. off and that sort of stuff because I ended up going to Canberra, um, train there. My first training session, um, the coach come up to me and goes, mate, you know, yeah, we think you're good to go, so we'll, we'll have a scholarship sent to you next yep. week. Um, they sent it there, signed it, boom. So I was uh, I was two years young for the under-18s. Okay. Um so and most of these boys playing, and it was called SG Ball back mm. then. Um, most of the boys had been, you know, playing there for a few years and yeah. um, that sort of stuff. And, and Shannon Boyd, like, <laughs> mate, he's massive. So he was probably um, he would have been about 110, 112 kilos at that stage. And I just I remember, know. like, I, I was going up against him. Like yeah. he's from back home. I was going up against guys like him and all that sort of stuff. And but just putting everything I got into it, you yeah. know, like. I was so skinny and small back then, you know, yep. and it's just like, I think they, I think the um, coaches and that just appreciated like someone effort. so small, just yeah. going hard, yeah. whether you get flogged, yeah. whether just seeing the effort mm. there, they love that, you know what yep. I mean? So I, that's what I sort of prided myself on. And um, the coach come up to me after the preseason and said, Lynchy, look, you've, um, 
you've played, you've had an unreal um, preseason, but um, unfortunately, like I don't think that we're going to be able to play you, yeah. play you this year. But you can, like, you're still training here. You can do yep. this, you can do that, and you can um, just learn for the next year. Mm. Like you'll be experienced and yeah. and you'll be good to go. Because what but, were your thoughts at that moment? Because when they say they are oh, just not ready this year, does it feel like? Um, but a disappointment and stuff. Like what was going through your head? Because people at that point they'll be like, "Oh fuck!" Like maybe I'm not good enough. Uh, not really. Like to be honest, I just appreciated his honesty. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, and that's probably like one of the very rare conversations mm. that a coach has been honest with me. Because okay, like, yeah. Um, like I know, like there's so much yeah. sugar coating, bro, these days. And, yeah. And even yeah, and and for him to just go, Lynchy, look, you're probably not going to play. Yeah. Um, I could go. All right, no worries. But in my head, mm. I was like, in my head, I was going, yeah, sweet. But I'm still going to turn up to training mm. every fucking day, yeah. And I'm going to give you my all. So then you're still thinking, well, oh, shit. Oh, if someone yeah. goes down, so the funny thing is, was um, round one, the lock that had been the lock there for years, yeah. bro. He ended up getting injured, and then round two, all for the rest of the season, boom, I was in. Yeah. I played every single game. So. He, uh, like two weeks before, yeah, he said that I'm not going to play. Like, yeah. and but he said it in a way like, you know, it's going to be a development year. Yeah, and only because they had the squad there, mm. and I think like because my mentality was still the positive I, set. Like, I'm I, ready to I go. Didn't, to... You, I had two options there. Yeah, I could um I could put my tail between my legs yeah. and go fuck, poor me, poor me. Yeah, or turn right and go, you know what, which I did, mm. like, yes, yeah, sweet, you, like, this can be a development year, but I'm still going to give it my best shot. Yeah. I'm still going to um, come out, do all the extras, do yeah. all this, and then um, and then if I don't get picked, I don't get picked, but at least I've given it my yeah. all, you know? So um, everything, and I think that's what, um, I think that sort of energy, like, the good karma got back to me, you know bro. what I mean? Round two, boom, and I was straight back in there. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a pretty cool little... Um, Pretty cool little moment, but that's a as I said, that's a very rare moment that like one of the coaches has been upfront and honest, honest with you because there's a lot of bullshitting that goes on. Yeah, you know? until you until you see something in writing, it means for nothing. Hundred percent. So going on from there, play that full season. What are the next couple of years look like for you? Yeah, so the next couple of years, um, so, so I was two years young then. So then yeah. I played a, f- a few more years of SG ball. Yeah. Um, uh, and I was pretty established in Canberra then, and then I went into the um, under twenty system. Yeah, um, and and that was a good experience. Um, and then what I do, uh, I think I done three years of under twenties, and then just when okay. I finished under twenties, then I signed a um, two year deal like with the NRL squad. Yeah, um, which was like you know dream come true. Yeah. I was like far out. Like this is it's heading in the right direction yeah. here. Um, but at the end of the under twenties, I had to have a right sh- shoulder reco. Okay, um, but I'd already signed, so it was like it was. Yeah. A, I was pretty much. Yeah, what the is the go with that if you come in injured? Yeah, so they they already knew about it, so okay. it wasn't like it wasn't like I'm going to a new club. Yeah, and then I'm going. Oh, but I've got to have got my shoulder reco because that, okay. that would be pretty off putting. But yeah. they knew about it. They you know they told me to get the surgery because I was like, oh, I won't get it if you don't want me yeah, to. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, but they said no. Get get the surgery, get it done and dusted. So then, when you come back, you can be back in uh, ready ready for preseason yeah. um, with NRL, and then you can give it a good shot. So um, did that. Did all my rehab and um, come back in about eight months, I think. Um, my very first game back, bro. <laughs> my very first game back was a um, NRL trial against the Knights. Yeah, um, and I was front row again. Yeah, um, taking the kickoff. And uh, it's a funny story, this one, actually, because um, I'd been on for, like, uh, 26, 27 minutes. You know, yeah. I was pretty cooked. And, like, yeah. in NRL, my first game back oh, from my bro. shoulder. You're blowing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm blowing my ass out, bro. Yeah. So, um, we just got, like, I was blowing, and they're going, Lynchy, Lynchy, we'll, we'll take you off one more set. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sweet, sweet. Um, <laughs> so, when you hear that, it's like, fuck, and, don't say and, that shit. And then we score, the, we score a try in the yeah. corner. So, I'm like... Fuck, we're sweet. We get we get a little break. Take your breath. Yeah, maybe five more minutes. Whatever. Yeah. I get the kick off. Run straight, and I always like do a just like a right foot On step, that, yeah. um, or left foot step, whatever. Um, I've stepped, boos, like straight Someone's away. Just Someone's me. just like from the back, just <laughs> sniping me, bro. Yeah, and I just knew straight away because I, I could I could hear it, 
and um and I could sit and like I could feel it. Yeah. And I pretty much dropped and and the the two um Knights fellas, I can't remember who the, who the back row was, but he was a he was a regular first grader. Yeah. Um and I was like, holy fuck, because I, I was on my way down. Yeah. And I was like, bro, he's gonna cream me here. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was just like, oh please, like hopefully he sees that I'm gone. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm like surrendering yeah, already, yeah. you know what I mean? But he was sweet. Um and then yeah, and then um the funny thing about that was that um, so I was down there. I didn't really know what was going on because yeah. I've never done a knee before. Yeah. And like, I'd always sort of had a few little shoulder niggles yeah. and that, but never a knee. Yeah. Um, went off the field, went into the dressing shed. The um, the doc come in. Um, he was a Sydney based doctor. Yeah. He come in and like, bro, I couldn't put any weight on it at all. Yeah. Nothing. And um, he's doing the test. That, like, I don't know if you do, had, um, if you've seen the ACL test. They like sort of, they just like pull the knee that way and see if there's any looseness. Yeah. Um, so he's done that and he's going, um, he goes, mate, it feels fine. Um, you, you, should oh, be, yeah. you should be right to go back out. Yeah. And I'm going, <laughs> like, <laughs> Hold I, on I just minute. like laugh, like I'm almost in tears in pain yeah. and I'm just going like, you're taking the piss. There's, <laughs> there's a full, there's a room full of like, you know, other medical staff. Yeah. I was just lucky that um, there was a Raiders scout. Yeah. Standing behind the trial line, like directly behind me, yeah. where it happened, and he was in the room too. Okay. And he's seen me um, run and step, and he's seen the knee go. Just, yeah, and he goes, he goes to the doc, mate. I know for a fact that it's not <laughs> That's okay not because, like, I've seen the knee go. Yeah, and he goes, oh, okay. Um, I'll have another look, and he's like doing fiddling around with it, and he goes, no, mate, like it's it's sweet to go. Yeah, and I've gone, well, fuck, mate, I can't put no weight on it. So, anyways. And then in my head, I'm going, maybe you are pussy. Like, yeah. Maybe you are just bunging it on. Like, 100%. because like it goes like that, 100%. and like it's so painful for like mm. maybe 30 seconds. And yeah. after that 30 seconds, bro, there's no pain. And yeah. You just, and then I'm just like, shit. The like, fuck? yeah, maybe I'm just being a cat. Yeah. But then, but yeah, so you just sort of need to like trust your gut instinct. Yeah. But then I hopped on, I was on crutches, bro. Went, yeah. went to the doctor the next morning, the Raiders doctor, got the scans, everything. Boom, ACL, um, MCL. Meniscus, the full thing, all of it, yeah. and then um, <laughs> I was just like, "How the hell? Like, does, did that doctor say that I was sweet to sweet, go back? Yeah. Like, How is he a doctor? You know what I yeah. mean?" But um, yeah, so that was that was my first one, bro. My first yeah. game back from my shoulder, Rico. I have the opposite knee done, but they reckon there's studies um, done. Yeah, that's called the uh, the sling. Um, oh, really? So, so shoulder, op- to- opposite shoulder, opposite yeah. knee. They reckon it's really common for common. If, if you. If you do a knee, you'll do the opposite shoulder, or if you do a shoulder, is it you just do because you start opposite. to move your body in a certain way to keep that out of contact? Or well, I've honestly got no idea, but I remember the physio um, rattling off some stats with me, um, you know, talking all university talk when I was yeah um, seeing him down there at Canberra. He reckons like because it happened. <laughs> funny thing is, is one of the under under other under twenties boys. He'd just come back from a shoulder oh, and done yeah. his opposite knee as well the week before. Yeah. And, and that was the week before I returned. I was going, oh, that poor bastard, you know, like um, I couldn't imagine like yeah. coming back. You've just come back from your shoulder. shoulder. And then the week after, I do the exact same, same thing. thing. And I was just like, shit. So they reckon there's studies out there that, um, that, that that's actually that a proper thing. The sling. Yeah. The sling. So um, they were saying, uh, one of the scouts for the Raiders was saying, if, uh, if we're looking at someone and he's done a shoulder, we're not going to sign him yeah. because he's going to do his knee. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Fuck, that makes sense, you know? man. Fuck. So you've had three of these now. Um, man, obviously it happened again. But third time, like, for some people it's, you know, you're starting to think about, you know, do I keep playing? Mm. What? What's your mindset with that? Because yeah. I had one shoulder injury. I'm like, fuck, nah, the same for me, man. Because, like, because yeah. it, it does start to – Especially as you get older, it starts to become about health and stuff like that. So, what's your mindset with that? Like, have you had thoughts? Um, and why? Why do you keep coming back after so many injuries? Yeah, hundred. Um, oh man, like my, uh, my my mindset. Like, I think you deal with them differently each time. Like, mm. my first ACL was like, okay, this is a this is a another massive step back. Especially because I just come back from my shoulder. shoulder. So I was like, fuck, this is two in yeah. a row. Like. And then, I, like, I was pretty demons, you know, like, yeah. seeing black there for a little bit. So, yeah. um, but my rehab process for that was so good. I come back, I was I was stronger, like, so much stronger yeah. than b- 
before, you know what I mean? Okay. But then I had my second ACL, um, Rico, in 2017. Um, and that was that was that was the pits. Yeah, that was the pits. Well, like, why was my, my, why was that one harder? Was it just a situation you were in? Well, because um, my first one, I was full time contracted with the yeah. Raiders. So like, and and at the Raiders, we've got the AIS just across the road. So we've got the best facilities yeah. in Australia. You know, I've got full time physio. I had the physio coming to my house every morning. Yeah, treating on me. Um, Anything that I needed, yeah, like it was there. My schedule, bro, was um, wake up, um, go into training, get yeah. physio, do my rehab on my my knee, then go to the AIS yeah. to um, do recovery. AIS again, top on the Alter G. Um, okay. You know what I mean. So yeah. like, yeah, like that's my, that's my day. I'm yeah. not going to work like that. That's You're just getting. That's my work. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So um, Monday to Saturday, that yeah. was me. Um, okay. So I'm being looked after twenty four seven. Yeah. Um, whereas um, you, you come into a semi-professional um, mm. thing where, you know, um, I did my knee. I know six weeks after um, I, I had my surgery, I had to be out back landscaping, bro, because yeah. I, I had no money. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I had no money to um, pay the bills. So yeah. I was like, well, um, complete different worlds. So that was yeah. the thing. Like, And then I got, got to landscaping. He wants me to be on the wheelbarrow. I'm like... Right, I, I, can barely, I can barely walk, let yeah. like my knee's still a soccer ball, yeah. you know what I mean? So um, just that sort of stuff. Like that that took a fair bit of adjusting. So yeah. then, you know, I had some um, – and then I was pr- I was pretty just uh, – I, I was just angry, angry at the world. Just like yeah. um, it was sort of like shit like this sort of keeps happening and I had an yeah. unhealthy mindset um, of of dealing with it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I think that, that that flowed on to like you know then I would uh, get on the drink everything heavy else, yeah. and everything else and then that 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 then flowed on to you know poor results poor rehab yeah blah 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 so um, I'd always said that if if I had another AC like I, I would always say I'm never going to have another ACL yeah, yeah. go but if I was to yeah then that would be me okay and um, bro with this one it was it was just weird because. Um, like both of them, it would go. My, my ACL went like that. I heard yeah. it, seen it, um, felt it. I was taken off straight away. Yeah. This one, um, the surgeon reckons I played all year with no ACL. So, um, bloody, um, like I don't know when it happened. I don't yeah. know how it happened. I don't know anything. The only thing that like the only thing that I can like, I've been racking my brain about how it happened or when it happened um, since the surgeon told yeah. me. And I, the only thing I can think of is like the I, I noticed my knee would like swell up and stuff after the last um, the last away game like yeah, in, okay. in, in the normal comp yeah. just before semis it would swell up but um to and and give me a little bit of grief but to be honest I just thought that was wear and tear like yeah. it's been a big year man mm-hmm. um, my legs are copped a flogging um, so I would then just you know recover. Um, go to training, do the training, and in in the sessions, I'd be sweet. So yeah. I'd be like, well, there's nothing technically wrong with them yeah. because um, you're getting through the sessions, you, you're doing everything as normal, and then yeah. after the session blows up again, blah, 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 mm. and I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just keep my recovery pattern going on. Like, it's obviously working on the field. Yeah. Um, got through the semis. Um, it was giving me a bit of grief here and there, um, but got through them and played pretty well. Like there was no alarms in the games. Yeah. Like in the game, like it was probably one of my better years, you know. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, which is why it never clicked on. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, f- we got knocked out um, on grand final day, and then after that, my knee blew up, harder to walk, um, all that sort of stuff, um, and then. Uh, I, I work as a support worker at school and I was yeah. just, just walking around just normally, you know yeah. what I mean? And my knee would sort of give way on me and then um, and, and it would hurt when it gives way, you know, yep. and just all these little things. Um, so I was like, oh, shit, like this is this is not normal. Like I've yeah. had two ACLs and none of them did this, you know 100%. what I mean? So um, I ended up going to the physio, told him what was going on and he's like, oh, you know, just um, – just ease up. Don't do anything on it for a couple yeah. of weeks, and and come back to me. And if it's still giving you curry, then um, then then we'll look at it. So so you're talking about um being all in and stuff like that. And mm. I want to talk about that because um, 
I'm that dude too, bro. And I think it's, I think it's from sports and stuff like that. So, where did where did this come from for you in terms of being all in, and where did you learn that from, or was it just being around um, a team and stuff like that? In the sense that if you're not all in, you're sort of leading the team down. Is that sort of where that comes from? No, I think um, it's just a personal thing. Like, I don't know. Um, when I first come into footy, as yeah. I said, like before, like I was tiny, so like. I've always had to work mm. harder. That's a thing. If to, you weren't all in, you'd That's right. Feel I'd it. be so like, yeah. I've always had to work twice as hard yeah. just to be at standard. At standard. You know what I mean? Not to be yeah. better, not to be, you know. Mm. I've had to, I've had, like, um, I, I talk about it a fair bit. Like, there's people um, in the off-season, I usually, I usually train pretty hard in the off-season. Yeah. So then when I come back to... Um, Pre-season, I'm coming back day one. And like not going over the top, yeah. still understanding that you need your rest periods and that sort of yep. stuff. But when I come back day one, I'm good to go, to go. And I, I still feel energised, ready to go. Whereas yep. I know there's other blokes, um, which is like like fair play to them, yeah. that do fuck all yeah. and come to pre-season and are still it's fit. Still, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And still strong. Like, 100%. Whereas I'm going to the gym four or five times a yeah. week. I'm doing my extra runs. I'm doing all this sort of stuff. I'm doing stretching, whatever. And I'm I'm just standard, maybe a little bit yeah. above, you know what I mean? But not not shocking the world, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think it comes back from um, when I transitioned out of, out of the horse game into footy, it was like, it was almost like, me against everyone else. Yeah, it was like yeah. th- th- that mentality mm. was never put into me by anyone. I didn't really have like didn't really look up to anyone. Like at that young age, yeah. it was just like I always just felt like it was the world against me. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like this is my way, and like I was a, a pretty little angry dude as well. Yeah. So like it was my way of getting my frustrations out, out, and then. That's just how it was, you know. So it stems from down there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I was a young kid, it was just like I, I always just thought it was me against the world. And well, it has to be, man, because the thing is, especially in sports, bro, it's it's very high intensity. It's very ego driven in a certain way that if you don't have a, your wits about you, if you don't have that chip on your shoulder, you're just going to get eaten up. Like hundred percent. And yep. obviously. When you're talking about um, you went to union, you were making the teams and stuff like that, you come back, it's like you had that chip on your shoulder. And yep. the thing is, especially in life, is that you can't achieve anything unless you have something that proper driving you as well. So um, that's crazy. And you mentioned on before, and we've spoken about this before, um, being a support worker for obviously the kids and stuff like that. Now that you've gone through all these things and three um, – Knee surgeries, reconstructions, and shoulder yeah. um, reconstruction is. What do you, what do you teach the kids now that you know coming up and that sort of don't have an idea about the world or what they want to do with their life? What, what's your mindset with helping them because it's so important? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, so, yeah. So I, I'm a disability support worker, and I'm also a um, support worker at Kiber Park High, which is like. You know, arguably, arguably one of one the, of the um, biggest, <laughs> biggest NRL, uh, yeah, 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 yeah for, um, rugby league schools in Australia. So, to be honest, it's, it's not so much like what I can teach them. It's just me sort of um, giving back yeah. and like being that person of support that I, I would have appreciated if if I was yeah. in that situation. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, you know, most of these kids are going to be way better than me at football and mm. and all that sort of stuff. And it's just about me. Um, you know, listening to them and yeah. listening to their problems, listening to what's going on because um, there's so much other shit going on for these kids yeah. than than just the footy. And the, the footy's the easy part for them, yeah. you know. It's um, what goes on at home. There, there, there could be nine kids living yeah. um, at home with, with just mum yeah. and she's stressed out, she's she's she overtired, she's yeah. she's overworked, she's, um, you know, she's got no money, she can't afford yeah. to get uniforms for the boys. The boys then come to school and, you know, they've got a hole in their hole shirt in and then yeah. th- that creates anxiety for them and, yeah. you know, so it's just about um, trying to give back and trying to make the kids feel comfortable um, in their own skin mm. so then when they – like and the footy, the, the footy is just a. That's what, natural. Like, that comes natural it, to them. Th- that'll just be sweet. Like so, if if you can get everything else 
sorted and that, and them feeling comfortable yeah. in their own skin, then everything else is going to flourish, bro. You yeah. know, so like, um, I, I'm pretty much just there and just try and make them feel comfortable, make sure they have a good time, but make sure that they're um that they know that I'm, I'm listening to them yeah. and I, you know I'm, I'm no savior, but I can. I'll do whatever I can to help them get yeah. to where they want to be. You know what I yeah. mean? That's the main thing that I tell the kids is like, look, you know, my job here is to do everything that I can yeah. to ensure you go where you want to be. Yeah. You tell me what you want to do yeah. and I, I can book you into this TAFE course. Mm. I can take you down and, and we can do sit down and do some L's yeah. learning um, classes, all that sort of stuff. I can sit back here and do some maths with you or whatever. Yeah. Um, you tell me what direction you want to go in yeah. and I'll do everything I can to help you get there. Get you there. know what I mean? So it's I love crazy. that. Yeah. And um, obviously moving on, spoke about it before is um, a little documentary coming out. How this come about? Um, what is it about? Um, tell me a bit more about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about it. But <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so we've got a little doco coming out. Um it's meant to be a part, a three part series. Yep. Um, so it's just going to be a little like uh, each part will be, you know, three or four minutes. Yeah. Um, it'll just be. It's called the Road to Recovery. Um, I think a trailer will be out um, at the end of this week, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that'll give you a little bit of an insight. Will that be out on YouTube or? Um, I think it's just going to be Instagram, maybe Instagram or Facebook or yep. something, but. When it comes out, I'll flick you a link. Yeah, you for can sure. chuck it up. Put it up. Um, yeah. Whatever. But yeah, it's 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 just about um about my road to recovery pretty much and yeah. about like the processes and the the um the minds the mindset of coming back, back from three ACLs on the same knee to come back and play in a semi professional environment, mm-hmm. you know, where one one strand below the NRL. So like if I can come back and, and, and overcome this setback, like yeah. as I was saying before, like it's it's not so much about the you know, it is about coming back from three ACLs, but it's a it's more deeper than that about like when you think that you can't, can't. come back and then changing that mindset, like as as we've we've had so many options before, like um right then and there when I got told that I had I was to have the third ACL yeah. I could have, as I said, turned left and felt so it. sorry for like when I tell my friends and that 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 I had to have three ACL, like yeah. my third one, they're all like, like "Oh my god, fuck. I'm so sorry," yeah. like blah blah, blah and, and feel really sorry for me. And I'm there and I'm upbeat and I'm like really positive about yeah. it. And it's sort of they're like, "Oh, well, like what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like like you know why are you happy?" Yeah. Like, and I'm like, "Well, you know, it's just a different mindset." You yeah. know what I mean? So like if I. I could easily sit there and feel sorry for myself yeah. and then allow you to feel sorry for me. Yeah, yeah. But well, at but the end of the day, it's just going to end up, I'm just going to end up on the lounge crying myself to sleep, yeah. you know, getting in a really dark place for a yeah. few months and, and it's just not healthy. So um, either way, you know, I turned right and I was just like, fuck this. I'm putting all of my energy, yeah. everything that I've got into, um, into making this right. And look, at the end of the day, um, if, if I do everything I can and I – I still can't get out there and play. Yeah. At least I've ticked I've, all the boxes yeah. and I can go, you know what? Well, yeah, I peace gave, at that I moment, right? It's like, fuck, I just want that peace of knowing that where well, I'm do everything I can to make sure that this happens. If it doesn't, like, I'm fine with it. Rather than fucking regretting and be like, fuck, I really didn't put that much effort into really getting back to where I need to be. Right, 100%. And, like, I can look back at my last Rico and I go, you know what, like, yeah, you, you, you were training in the house stand and whatever, but you, you were on the piss, you were doing yeah. this, you were doing that. Um, whereas I haven't had, you know, as soon as I got the phone call and I was at my mate's party, mm. that was the last bit of alcohol that I had and that was it. Like, I said, okay, that's it. Yeah. This is a new chapter. Like mm. it's either I turn left and I feel sorry for myself and I get on the piss all the time and yeah. do that or I turn right and go, fuck this. I'm so every Everything that I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing for my, for my mental health, mm. my relationship, like just to be a better person and to also be a stronger person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I think the um, the flow on effect of of no alcohol, man, mm. makes a massive difference. Like the, the, the positive um, yep. gains out of so many other areas of your life yeah. come, especially in those circles, man. Especially around forty, is that it's notorious for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, how do you go about that? Because that's hard, man. Because especially when um, all the boys and stuff are like, mm. um, you know, into that shit and mm. really just. You know, having a good time, but at the same time, it can be a way of escaping. Um, yeah. 
how did you go about that? Like, did you find it hard or was it something like you're quite strong person like that? Mm. Like, nah, that's it. Nah, it like it's always going to be a battle because, like, as I said, um, like I've I've got a quite an addictive personality. Mm. So as like whatever I do, I'm doing it, doing it, yep. you know, and um, people sort of know that about me. You know what I mean? So like with with the drinking and that. I can't just go there to have yep. a beer because yep. that'll be a hundred beers. You know what mm. I mean? And yep. like, same with my training. If we're doing one set, then I turn it we're into three. You know, yeah. like it's 100%. just that's just an example. Yep. But um, um, but to be honest, it's it hasn't been hard at all. Mm. Like in the, in the past, it's so hard. You know what I mean? Yep. Like the first bit's hard, yep. and then. When you you know you might be going well for two months or something, and then something. it starts to feel good, right? And yeah, you're, just you're like, feeling Fuck, good. It's a bit of momentum here. That's right. But then you know you might get invited to um, you know your best mm-hmm. mate's party, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to drink. You go there, and you're like, no, I'm not drinking. But then you have one or two, and then it just you relapse. Same you know again, what I mean? Yeah. But whereas this time, but like I don't want to put the mocker on me too mm-hmm. early, but like to be honest, man, like. I have not been tempted at all. Like, yeah. and I went back to Canberra. I seen yep. family and friends yeah. there. That was um, over Christmas time. Yeah, I had so many opportunities that um, I could have easily slipped yeah. up, and I didn't. And I, yep. I wasn't even tempted. Like, instead of that, I was training with my brother in Canberra. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, and then when I come back up here, like I've got a mate's twenty first next week, and yep. I, I've already said, I said, mate, look. Um, I'm going to come, I'll shake your hand, say happy birthday, stick around for an hour, then yeah. I'm going to fuck off. Fuck like, off yeah. And like, you know. It's the easiest way to do it, man. Pe- like the people in your circle that understand, that's what you need to do. They're real. They're 100%. the ones. Yeah, 100%. They, 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 know, they know that's the right thing. So yeah. if you've if you got people um, in your corner when you're saying that you're, not, you're off the yeah. piss and, and they're trying and to they, get you to do it, yeah. that they shouldn't be in your corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's been easy, bro. It's been easy. So many things like... School, like I'm back at work. Um, school's easy. Like mentally, I it's feel so, so clear. clear. But when you get to that point, and everything starts as being so clear. You don't want to let it go away because it's just like right. fuck. All that, like I just feel so much better. I have much clarity. I just make better decisions. That oh. it's just it's hard, man. But then yeah. at the same time, you know, there's life to live. Um, you know, you got to get out there sometimes, which um makes me ask the question, man. Yeah. Obviously, for his known for like Mad Mondays, any yeah. Man, yep. Monday stories that stick out for you? <laughs> um, oh, shit. Like, Mad Mondays. Bro, to be honest, like, in Canberra, there was a bit of a time going on, like, where, you know, there was a fair there was a, um, fair few shenanigans going on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, probably not that I could say on the podcast, but yeah. I know we in 2014 we had an end-of-season trip and we went to Cancun. Um, Mexico we went to Cancun no in way. Mexico bro so that was when um, I'm not sure if you know but like Terry Campisi um, yeah who else? there was like Glenn Buttress um, yeah. um, oh shit yeah there was there was like what was there there was about 10 of us or 12 of us yeah. John Monaghan because the boys normally <laughs> try to go Bali and stuff like that or yeah, yeah, they yeah. try to get away so at the start of 2014 Dane Tills he was the front row there. Um, he'd organised like, boys, oh, let's just chuck in. Yeah. I'll, I'll make this account. Let's chuck in 50 bucks a week. So then yeah. by the end of the year, like we've got three, we've got whatever we need and you don't, it doesn't have to come out of your account yeah. like in a, in one big hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, bro, I was a young kid. I was like 20, 21. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I don't really want to think about that because like it's money coming out of my yeah, yeah. weekly. These guys are on hundreds of thousands. <laughs> Here yeah, I am just fucking, fucking like 40 grand or something. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, getting through half halfway through the year, and I'm like, and they're going, oh, Cancun, Mexico. I had no idea like yeah. what Cancun was, where it was, 100%. whatever. And the boys started talking about it, and I looked at it, and I was just like, holy fuck! Like, it's crazy. Um, I need to go. You know what I mean? I'm like, with this bunch of like, like these are all NRL players that yeah. I've looked up to for my 100%. whole life. Like, can but like. Especially just and but get, like get, I can get them away them, from that. I just um, consider them well. as, as as brothers. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, but still, then when you sit back, you're like, "Fuck, when when am I ever going to ever do this again?" Yeah, and and so this was the thing. So get to the end of the season, and um, uh, that that that's when I had my knee reco. Yeah, I, I just had my knee reco probably a couple months, and I was on the rehab journey. Ricky Stewart just signed to be our coach yeah. the following year, so we met Ricky, and I was just like. So I'd, I'd paid all my money to the Cancun yeah. trip. Ricky would come. We'd met him. And then I'd, I'm like, fuck, you know what? Like maybe I should just concentrate on um, 
I'm staying here, yeah. let the boys go, and I'll just stay here and try to get my first grade thing, you know? Yeah. Anyways, um, I'm there with the physio, and I said, Conrad, um, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to go to Cancun. I'm just going to stay here, rehab my knee, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, Lynchy, honestly, mate, you have to go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why is that? He's like, well, like you've been dealt two massive blows. Like you've just been in rehab by yourself yeah. the last two years. Like you need to go over there, have a good 10 days, yeah. come back, and then we can reset. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but what about Ricky? You know, um, I, I want to, you know, have a chance to impress him yeah. and show him what I got, blah, yeah. blah, blah, put my best foot forward. He goes, mate, this, like, this little break for you will be the best thing for you. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I got home um, and next minute – Bloody Terry Campisi called me. Yeah. And even then I still wasn't like made up about going. And I go, Campo, mate, look, I think I'm going to um, withdraw. I think I might get me money back. Yeah. And he goes, oh, Lynchy, okay, no worries, mate. He said, I'm not here to tell you what to do or anything. But he said, I'll just leave you with this little bit of advice. He said, like, I've played for Australia, played for New South Wales. I've played however many games and captain the Raiders. Yeah. And he said, mate, the – the memories I cherish the most are the ones with the boys outside of footy. And he said, I'll just, I'm not going to tell you to go or not, but he mm. said, if you just have a think about the group that's going and where we're going to, he said, yeah. mate, that 10 days, you'll never, ever get that 10 days back. Like, you, you'll never be able to do that again yeah. with this group of boys. Yeah. And I sat there and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I go, for one... Terry Camp Easy just called me. Yeah, <laughs> you know 100%. what I mean? Like fucking the, the, the mayor of <laughs> Canberra just called too. me, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's just giving me this pep yeah. talk and I'm like, fucking let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So bro, we went to Cancun and honest to God, like I'm so grateful we went, bro, wow. because like some of the other boys pulled out. Yeah. And honest man, I will, I'll ne- I don't think I could ever top that trip ever. Mm. Like the, the boys that um went over there, like fuck me. One hell of a time, hundred percent. Yeah, ten days, man. Ten days. Blank. It was probably about. Yeah, we probably got a bit, a bit too much at about seven days. One, one of the yeah. boys actually locked himself. <laughs> I'm not going to mention names, bro. Yeah. But one really well known um, Raiders player who still plays. Um, yeah. He uh, he locked himself in his room for like three or four <laughs> days, bro. And that was after well, just, like, that was after the first night. Oh. <laughs> you know Holy I mean? shit, man! Hey. Especially after the first night too. You if get it, like seven it, or eight <laughs> days in, you're like, oh, fuck, it makes sense, but not after the first bro, night. Hundred percent. If if he's watching this, you know who you are, brother. Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Fuck, that's crazy. So um, well, man, like you talk about all these chapters. Um, what is the next chapter look like what does um this year look like for you and what are the things that um really will i guess satisfy you and really be like fuck this year was a really good year Mm, yeah so um you know i just want to um as i said before like i just want to put all my energy into into doing things that benefit me so yeah number one is like um is having 10 beers going to benefit me Mm. probably not so staying away from that and just you know, this podcast, this will mm. benefit me in some shape or form. Yeah, you know what sure, I mean? Man. Like just doing things that will benefit me. Yeah. So, mate, d- just keep doing my rehab. Um, um, and then, yeah, hopefully, like the doco, hopefully that's a success. Yeah. Um, That'd be cool, keep, man. Keep working on that. I've got a few other – I've got another little thing um, building up in the works. Yeah. I don't really want to say uh, yeah, until, until we get that in concrete. But yeah. there's another exciting little project happening. Um but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, just get my knee really strong and, and and fit, and you know, I still want to be doing stuff around. I'm still going to be doing stuff around like Burley Bears, um, yeah. You know, as a bit of a leadershipy role, yeah. Um, helping the helping the young, young boys through because yeah. we're a really young side this year. So yeah, there's probably about um, five or six of us boys that are de- that, that have been there from 2016, 17 left, like yeah. Um, and then the rest are just fresh faces, you know. So I just want to be able to. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I just want to be a good. Like, yeah, I, I am a good person, a hand, man. but like, yeah. I just, I just want to give back to to people and um and just be that positive energy, brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm feeling unreal at the moment, and yeah, here we go. <laughs> I'm excited, man. And that's the thing. Like, I haven't known you for that long, but instantly, mm. um, getting to know so far, I was just like, fuck. You, you energy attract energy. I was like, yeah, fuck, yeah, that, yeah. The guy's got that good energy, man, and. The things that you do, um, mm. 
I mean, talk, people talk about that stuff, and I, yeah. that's what I appreciate the most. So I appreciate you coming on, bro. And um, hey, any time, brother, hundred percent. And obviously, I just started this year, and obviously from the previous guest, um, I get them to leave a question, um, and the question that that asks a uh, next guest. So um, they just <sighs> asked for one. She gave me two. So <laughs> if, we if you weren't doing what you're currently doing, what would it be? Um. True. Well, like, ever since I um, got out of the NRL, like, a yeah. uh, full-time thing. Yeah. So, like, my last gig was, like, um, my last full-time contract at the Titans was done in, like, 2016. Yeah. That's all I'd known, bro. Yeah. You know? So, it's taken – what am I I'm, – I'm 28 now. Yeah. Um. So, it, it, it took about three – like, because – all I knew is that I knew, like, when, when we did promos and stuff for Raiders and Titans and stuff, I knew that I, I would get up there and I would talk in front of the kids yeah. and, about, like, mental health and stuff and, yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And I felt so comfortable, mm. you know what I mean? Um, so I was like, how do I get that as a job? Like, mm. I've got no money coming in at the moment yeah. because, um, you know, my full-time contract's yeah. not playing. So um, long story short, I'd been able to um, get my youth work certificate. Yeah. Um, I did a bit of a stint at um, Department of Youth Justice um, and then I ended up landing a gig at Kiwi Park as a support worker. So yeah. um, if I wasn't doing this, bro, you know, I'm not too sure. Like maybe like I'd really love to go down like the um, mental health route mm. and sort of, um, I don't know, open up like sort of a business or, or an organisation with mental health yeah. and... and um, like sport and physical fitness mm. all in one and maybe like disengaged youth, you know what yeah. I mean? And connect that all together. 100%. Because you've got your livings and all that sort yeah. of stuff out here, but I sort of want to wrap all it's of that in together, having the disengaged youth. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Right? Like we've got so many kids out here on the coast that are stealing cars and stuff and they're yeah. 12, 13 years old, bro. If I can just help steer them into yeah. the right direction um, with doing fitness activities yeah. and, and engaging them back into sports and stuff, like mm. – um, yeah, I'm pretty passionate about that oh, sort of stuff. That's mad. <laughs> um, and what's on your bucket list? What's a must-do thing that you've always been thinking about? I'm like, fuck, I'd love to do that. Bucket list. Um, hop on your potty. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, but I've ticked that one off today. Nah, 100%. but honest, um, as I was talking to you before, I've always wanted to go over to the States and mm. um, do like a month over there and just like – um, suss out all the way that they do their sports and, and just um, embrace the American mm. culture sort of thing and, and take that in. So um, um, yeah, I think I think me and the missile trying to um, plan. A yeah, state's how, trip how, how, how's that planning going with like COVID and shit like that though? Yeah, well, I think like we're, we're planning for the for not this um, November, but like the next one after oh, okay. that. So that'll yeah. be like what fucking twenty twenty four or something. Yeah. So um, it's still a while away, but. Um, yeah, so I'd love to tick that off the list, bro. So oh, that's mad. Here we go. All right, man. Fuck, I appreciate you coming on, man. Have a story. Yeah. Um, you're doing great things out there. So I really appreciate you coming on, bro. Oh, and uh, means a lot to me. It means a lot to that third and where we're trying to head. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate it. Um, show us some love. Um, let us know what you think. But um, till till next time. Stay fit. Stay vibey. Grateful. <laughs> You been fucking around for 48 months straight I won't judge you if you let me hit it first base Put you in position, I don't even much play You get my